Blog Talk Radio. wrestling got you down? Need something to lift your spirits? Listen to the podcast at angrymarks.com. If wrestling gets you all hot and bothered, we've got what you need. Visit angrymarks.com or subscribe for free on iTunes. The angrymarks.com podcast, where the marks is nothing but satisfaction. Well, boys and girls, it's April 5th, 2009, I'm your host, KZ, for the post-WrestleMania 25 wrap-up show. Wow. What well, what can I say is fucking wow. Just a, a, 
a solid show, uh, good matches up and down the card. There was, you know, some fluff here and there, some crack here and there as well. But, you know, you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to get a winner with every single match for, for WrestleMania. So that's that's just, you know, a weird thing, you know, because you're not going to get um, too much, you know, too many great matches. You're going to get a couple. But this, this year we did get a match of the year candidate. Um, obviously, we're going to run down the card uh in the very near future of the show. And we're also going to have correspondents calling in from Houston and, and uh, whatnot. So let's just uh, throw out some plugs to the sponsors. Uh, this episode of Rubber Guard Radio is brought to you by our sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. Uh, you can get wrestling DVDs, lucha masks, T-shirts, a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, I highly recommend any SoCal Pro Wrestling DVD. Uh, Adam Pierce, the booker of ROH and the NWA, has a... Uh, have one hell of a run in that company. Um, he has yet to have a bad match in over almost two years in this company. Also, SlamBamJam.com would be uh, the other sponsor. And you can get current Lucha, current uh, Japanese pro wrestling, as well as classics, Lucha, a bunch of different other stuff, um, Japanese pro wrestling, and what more do I have to say? Also, you need to check out the mothership, angrymarks.com, for uh, all your updated news and whatnot. And I have on the line calling from the 972 area code. Hello. Yes, sir. Who am I, who am I speaking with? This is Contrayer. What's going on, Chris? What, well, How much is going first on? First off, oh, dude, I'm blown up. I'm done. I mean, after after Sean and Taker, brother, you know, I lost all the air out of my sails. Oh, God, it'd take all the air out of anybody's sails. Fuck. Well, we'll we're going we're gonna to get to that match, but we're, we're going to start off on the Hall of Fame. Uh, did you get a chance to check out the whole thing? Uh, yes, I watched the stuff last night and just the stuff from TV. I watched the webcast and then just the stuff from TV last night. What'd you think? Eh, they had too many restrictions this year. A fucking countdown clock in the in the to tell them how long they could talk. Bill Watts was the best in my opinion though. I posted I posted an article in the F four W boards and, and some other places. Um I, I felt the need to actually write something this morning after watching the Hall of Fame and I haven't written an article in years. Um it was more like a blurb, but I mean just seeing these guys Reminding me so much of my childhood, you know, and it's and it's all being lost. And uh, I think Watts had it right that uh, Vince. W- what did he say about Vince? Um, that they're the they're care, the care, caretakers of history. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And it really, really, uh, really struck a chord, and just uh, you know, just really upsetting and. But then we got to see Steamboat in the ring today, so that was that was. Regardless of what happened in that segment, I, that's the best part for me. See Steamboat in the ring. Went, he hadn't been in the ring like what fifteen years. He hadn't yeah. wrestled since like ninety four. Last year he was Boston. Yeah, and he, that he was, was great. It. Yeah, I mean, he hurt his back in that match, and that was it. I wish they were just done just like a one on one with him, because I don't know, Snook and Piper, they kind of looked embarrassing. To be honest with you. Yeah, that was kind of bad. That's kind of bad. Now, for those that are listening 
uh, live or in the angrymarks.com chat room, please feel free to call in. Our call-in number is area three code 347-215-7946. Uh, if you're listening, call in. Uh, we'll also play a little WrestleMania trivia later on, and we will give away some gifts from our sponsors, uh, WrestleWarehouse.com and SlamBamJam.com. So I'm in a giving mood. Um, looks like there's only three shows that are online tonight, so looks like it's a three-man race. But uh, whatever, since when did I give a fuck about ratings? I don't <laughs> care. I, I just do the show so I can list them myself on the next day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shoot, brother. <laughs> All right, now a, a lot of a lot of news came out of came out of uh, stuff even before uh, WrestleMania went on the air. We we had the uh, the tag title match, the unification match, uh, posted to uh, bumped to a dark match. Uh, well, what do you think of that one, Chris? I kind of figured when they changed it to a lumberjack match that it might get bumped to like the to like a DVD extra. Because it seems whenever they throw all the guys that are on the show, they're on on the show into one match, it always ends up being like either an internet exclusive or just something for the DVD. Now the question, you know, what's sad is that that Evan Bourne was out there as a lumberjack. Oh really? Yeah. If anybody deserved to be on. In the a title unification match, how do you fucking bump that off a pay per view? <laughs> well, I I'm assuming. I'm assuming that we're going to get we're going to get the match tomorrow night on Raw. Uh, they may just show it or have a rematch or something. And the Colons won, and right? Cool Cats in the Angry Marks chat room. Uh, the Colons won to unify the titles. So with either team, you couldn't go wrong. So I mean, it's going to be a good match. You know, if you know. I know we'll see it, but just it's a matter of time. Well, we had to have uh, enough time for uh, Kid Rock to go out there and lip sync. Hey, I liked it. <laughs> I was just laughing at the first song he was doing. I mean, seems at some point he just didn't, you know, where he's supposed to sing. He wasn't singing or whatever. I don't know. Funny. That was funny when he was he pulled the mic over to the to the crowd and they they did not yell. Let's get in the pit and try to love someone. And they they would not sing the chorus. I was like, okay, he's done. <laughs> that was it. Once once that happened, he bombed. Yeah, he bombed a big time. No, oh. but it was you know it was it it was what it was, you know, and it, it was fun and it was a, a a walk down nostalgia lane for some of us. Regardless of so what happened the, on, well, if there was of all the other matches that. Taker and Sean match, that was worth the money for me. Oh, hell yes. Oh, there was other stuff. Yeah, there was plenty of other stuff. There was other good stuff. And, you know, we're going to start it off. We had that clusterfuck of uh, Money in the Bank. Uh, There was the eight guys, the uh, two super heavyweights and the workers. Um, It was really fucking good. It was more, it was better than it should have been with Henry and, and Kane in there. Yeah, I mean, fuck. They even did the, you know, the the spots off the ladders and shit. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I I was afraid that they were gonna fuck something up, but it was just fucking brutal. And it was the Kofi Kingston coming out party. Oh yeah, he was great. Oh god, no doubt. Um, 
he's 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 going to get the rub off of that match. I I think they're going to you know maybe they can uh, turn Punk heel and him and Kofi can feud. And since they they have a past as tag team and whatnot, I think that'd be a good idea for a Punk to turn. Yeah, well, we thought after like the first Money in the Bank show was going to be too big, big too because of all the stuff he did in it. Is Sheldon alive? <laughs> he does every year. <laughs> Dude, I, I I have no idea. Uh, you know, I think that, that they keep him around just for that one match every year. Yeah, he's lucky he has that ability, all that athletic skill and everything, because he gets a mania payoff every year. The token black man. That's a shame. Bill Watts is I love, I love Finley great. breaking out the old school jacket. Did you yes, notice that? Yeah, that was cool. That was straight out of fucking Otto Vons. <laughs> you know, that was, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling in 92. I mean, that's old school. And the finish was good because they teased the finish for like three uh, three or four minutes, and I thought it was going to be Kane winning, but Punk came back and got it. So. And we have another caller. Caller, caller from the 412. Hey, KZ, it's Rob. What's up, man? Hey, brother, how you doing? Uh, I'm cold. <laughs> I'm outside right now of uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> cool. How was the show? Uh, the show the show was pretty good. The main event was like I think the worst WrestleMania event in history. But yeah, the, you know the Undertaker and uh, Michaels was match of the night easy. Um, I'm I've said it many 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 places today and tonight. That is the Rubber Guard Radio match of the year pick so far. Um, yeah. And I mean I watch a lot of different stuff. So that's really saying something. Um uh it Indies, Japan, Lucha, you know, whatever. It's the the match of the year so so far. It just blew me away. Yeah, that was like the only match the crowd was real hot for too. Like they, they died for the main event. I mean it was just terrible. Uh, there were more people leaving than sitting there. I mean, it was nuts. Hmm. I have I have Couture on the line and, and we were just discussing the um the clusterfuck money in the bank and how we thought that it was more fun than it should have been. How did the crowd oh, react to that match? Oh the crowd loved it, especially uh Kofi. He was they, they yeah, I mean he he was the star of that. You know, he was this year's Shelton Benjamin. So uh that, that they really liked that one, you know, that that was a great way to get things going. You know. Are you surprised by Punk winning? Yeah, you know, um, I, I don't really see why Punk should have won. You know, he's uh, he's already done it, and he, he's good enough that he could just challenge for it. I, I think someone like Kofi or MVP or anybody there really could have benefited more. I don't really know what this could do for Punk again. Well, I feel that Punk is going to turn heel. And you know, become an asshole like he was after he won the ROH title. It's possible. I'd like to see that myself. A lot, a lot of people said he was a jerk this weekend because uh, he was signing down at Access here. There's been so many wrestlers, and some people didn't have very good uh, reports of him. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was planting seeds for heel turn. Could be, you know, could be. But uh, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, access. That, that was insane. Uh, today I get to meet Nick Brockwinkle and Harley Race at the same time. You can't you can't beat that. <laughs> awesome. Contreras marking out on the other line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so uh, Chris, where, where do you think they're going to go with this Money in the Bank thing? Do, do you think they're going to keep it on Punk? Are they going to have Punk turn and, and do his thing with Kofi, a little mid-card feud, or any other ideas? Um, I don't know. Since he won the belt last year, I could maybe see him losing the, yeah, losing the briefcase to somebody, or he could uh, turn heel, like you said. But remember last year, right after he won the the uh, briefcase, he got buried for like three or four months. He was losing like every week. So hopefully, it doesn't happen this time. Yeah, I gotta. I I hope that doesn't happen. Also, it'd be another great waste of money in the bank. But uh. But, you know, they got to, for a pick like Punk, they have to be going somewhere with this. So, just have to wait and see. Okay. And what was the next match, Chris? I'm, I'm outside. I don't have my notes. Uh, it was a Legends the, match. Oh, it was a Legends match. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, or was it the Battle Royal? The, the crowd loved Santino for that. They were, he got, <laughs> he got chance all night and, it was. It went over so quick and so fast. I mean, you didn't know who was who. Like, I had no idea Sonny was even in it until she got eliminated. It was just she crazy. Like Amber Valentine? She looked like Greg Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, though, it, it, it was what it was. It was either going to be Santina or Mae Young. So at least they didn't, you know, get Mae Young in there. She had no She would have had a heart attack in that match. But I, I have yeah. a feeling we're going to get... We're going to get May Young and Santina tomorrow. <laughs> That'd be great. I, I'm just glad uh, Ed was wrong and uh, Vicky didn't win. That would have been terrible. Thank God she didn't. But, you know, it, it was what it was. It was a little comic relief, and it, it was fun stuff. Um, I'm not going to bury the match because, it, you know, it did have its place. And, you know, it, yeah. calmed, down, it calmed down the crowd from the money in the bank. It did its job. Right, yeah, it was a, it was pretty good. You know, they placed it in a nice spot, and uh, it was uh, entertaining for what it was. Okay, and then after that was the Legends. Yeah. Uh, that, that was that might have been match of the night. Ricky Steamboat, where has he been for 15 years? My God, he needs to he needs to get back in in the ring regular pronto. I mean, that was that was a great oh. performance. You know, I'm I'm I enjoyed the match. Um, I marked out like a little kid to Steamboat, but I was disappointed that Mickey Rourke did not hit Ric Flair. <laughs> I, I actually saw Mickey Rourke. He was about four hours away from me. Him and uh, Frank Shamrock. So, yeah, yeah, I marked out Frank. <laughs> I got to touch Mickey Rourke. I mean, <laughs> what did you think of that match, Chris? Well, I thought it was all Steamboat. That's what I was waiting for the whole match to get the other two out of there and bring Steamboat in. You know, he did, he did all his signature stuff, and he's he just he's not as good as he was back then. But even like a fifty percent Ricky Steamboat is still a great one. Yep, exactly. And I didn't mind the stuff at the end because you know Jericho won the match, and then he and then uh, the babyface laid him out at the end. So you know. Everybody wins. Yeah. Well, it was it was good. They didn't bury anybody. They didn't kill anybody. No one got hurt. So. And no one embarrassed themselves. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, they got rid of the two old guys first, which was really good. And then Steamboat, you know, I knew Steamboat had it in him, but I think that he should have given that to Flair last year. I honestly feel that was the one gift that Flair should have got last year instead of Michael. Yeah, that would have been nice. I mean, I, I can only imagine if, uh, you know, Steamboat today was how it would have been last year. That would have been a tight match. That would have been something to remember. Yeah, I popped when him and Flair locked up last night. That's all of fame. Oh, someone's getting arrested. <laughs> what for? I don't know. I'm guessing he did. He pushed someone on the. Uh, we're here by the train stop, and there's about oh, 10,000 people trying to get on a hundred car train, a uh, hundred uh, seat train. So, yeah. And this dude, he gave him. He pushed him like this was the Royal Rumble. That was awesome. <laughs> Tremendous. Tremendous. So, how how did the crowd react for the uh, the legends? They uh, they loved Steamboat. I mean, Steamboat was really over. Right? I, you know, he was getting Ricky Chance, and you still got it. He was really over that night, so that was, yeah, it was a good night for him. Now, do you think this this ends this ends it? Yeah, unfortunately, I, I wish that wasn't the case, but it's probably the end. But I hope I'm wrong. You know, I, I'd love to see Shawn Michaels and Ricky Steamboat. You know, that'd be great. I bring Steamboat back for a match next month at the pay per view named. Go up against Jericho in one-on-one. Yeah, that'd be awesome. There you go. There you go. There you go. I, I just, I, I wonder how, how Ricky's feeling right now. <laughs> well, he made it out to the Hall of Fame thing, so uh, it can't be too bad. True. True. Okay, and the next match, we have Jeff and Matt Hardy. Um they pulled out almost all the stops. Um, there wasn't as much hate as I was hoping that there should have been, but I think they're saving this because my feeling is that they're going to blow this one off at no mercy in a TLC match since that was the pay-per-view that they made their name with Edge and Christian in the ladder match. I think they're mm-hmm. going to save that. That's going to be the blow-off for this feud, and that match is going to be insane. Well, by the time No Mercy comes around, they may be reunited going against Edge and Christian in a ladder match because, you know, that's where they had the first one. There you go. Could be anything. Um, my my feeling, though, is that Jeff is probably going to be fired tomorrow um, <laughs> for, for, for failing wellness. Uh, after that sick bump off that ladder, he has to be taking something tonight. Oh, so, uh, I hope they don't test. Um so how how was the crowd for that one, Rob? Uh, they, they weren't too uh, great for that. They, you know, it, it's a case of not wanting to see two people that everybody likes hurt each other. So they, they, I don't think they cared too much. I mean, they they, they obviously popped for the big spots, but it, it wasn't anywhere as heated as it definitely should have been. I thought the finish was good with the twist of fate in the chair. Yeah, that was that great. They finish. popped for that. That was sick. I said, I said he cannot get up from that. He has to get big with that. So. Yeah. I, I wonder who came up with that finish. <laughs> From them. That was hot. That was a good finish. I would I would say Matt Hardy because that that's an Omega finish if I've ever seen one. 
because that's a little past what Pat Patterson can book. Yep. So, yeah, but, you know, it, it was all right for what it was. It could have been better, of course, but it had some good moments. Well, I, I'm glad it wasn't as good as it could have been because it's something else that they can build upon. Yeah. So, you know, they didn't blow everything off this year, which was good. Um, and the, the the next match was uh, Mysterio and Layfield, and I'm, I popped for the Joker costume. That was insane. Um, what, what was the, the crowd reaction like when uh, when Ray came out in that get-up? Well, uh, Ray, for those who don't know, Ray is the most popular wrestler down here in uh, Texas. There, John Cena is not even close. There is no one who stands a chance. But there are more Ray fans here than you could possibly believe. I mean, so uh, yeah, I, I don't think they knew what to expect coming into it. But uh, that, you know, they seemed to like seeing him win a title. And the, the Joker costume was indeed awesome. That was great thinking by WWE and Rey Mysterio himself. I enjoyed that. That was nice. I think the length of the match actually made it more memorable than if they would have just had like a five or ten minute match. Yeah, everybody seemed real shocked. Like it's over already, you know. So I, I love how JBL just said, "I quit." <laughs> simple. Yeah, nice and easy. Yeah. Yeah, I had a feeling that's what the news was. Uh, you know, I, I think if it would have been a longer match, it would have got more of a reaction. But so. twenty-one seconds. Uh, okay, <laughs> whatever. You know, it, it's yeah. not Bundy and SD Jones. So no, it's not. <laughs> Bundy Mania is still running wild in two thousand nine. There you go. There you go. And now they they play the promo or the, the promo package for Michaels and Taker, and it blew me away. Um, amazing. The way that yes. this match was built. And, and the way it ended. <laughs> they built it, they completed it, and uh, they had a nice celebration party. That, that was a great match. Yeah, that, uh, Undertaker dive is going to be one of those all-time moments like Brock missing his. I thought he was, and, I thought he was done when he... When he landed, I seriously thought yeah. he might be over. I I was thinking, what would happen if Undertaker was done there? I mean, the streak—they would have had to end the streak. I mean, that would have been a complete catastrophe. Because the way it looked, it kind of looked like he came down right on top of his head, and ugh. yeah, there, there was. From what I saw, there was even like a head uh, mark in the mat because he landed so hard. And you can see Sean biding time in the ring. So he could get up, talking to the referee and stuff. Yeah, that was, I mean the crowd loved that. I mean there were people dancing and jumping up and down like monkeys, and it was it, it was awesome. Yeah, and everyone like just blew it when they uh, went under t- when uh, Shawn Michaels kicked out of that tombstone. I couldn't believe that. As Jim, I, as Jim Cornette says, we're throwing babies. <laughs> they were. I mean they were. That was nuts. The crowd just ate that up. I mean, I, I talked to one person from England down here, and he was saying, oh, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, that was the band's main event tonight. Well, I, I can't say anything that will 
do the match justice. Um, like I said, I gave it five stars. It's our pick for match of the year, at least for the first half of the year. Um, I I don't see anything on the horizon, at least from a domestic standpoint, that will that will be able to to match this. Um, who the hell knows? You no know, worldwide that could touch it. It's just a, it's a blow away match. And to be honest, I found this match better than their cell match. Really? Yeah, that, that was, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels, he, he really knows how to build his big matches. I mean, they, you know, they didn't do stupid stuff. Everything made sense, and they built it up to one great finish. That was just it. Gotta, gotta give hats off to Shawn Michaels, you know. I, I, I don't like him very much, but uh, Mr. WrestleMania, it's probably a pretty fitting match. It's, He's had probably three of the top WrestleMania matches I've ever seen now in person. They could both retire tomorrow, and I'd be fine with it after this match. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how they could possibly top that. I mean, the only thing that could come to mind is may, maybe a really, really, really good Triple H versus uh, Shawn Michaels match, or maybe if Steamboat would come back. But they, they're not going to be able to touch that. I mean, I think that's Shawn Michaels' peak right there. And to the people that always said that there's no drama in Taker's Mania matches, I say, fuck off. There's more drama in that match I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I mean, they, they went nuts. They were jumping up and down. Everybody was just couldn't believe it. It was insane. Well, we, we have, back, back at the hotel, we have um, Adam Sempervivi, or uh, uh, Adam Summers and Mike Sempervivi. They're outside Jeff Hardy's hotel room door and they're listening and they have a live report for us. Hold on. By that you mean foam fingers and t-shirts, correct? Of course. Yes. Jeff Hardy has been partaking in gimmicks. He will be fired after his drug test tomorrow. This is confirmed by Adam and Mike of the Big Audio Nightmare. So, it's been confirmed. They're gone. He's gone. So, they wasted that good match tonight. I I actually uh, saw Jeff Hardy yesterday. I got to shake his hand, but uh, I, I could have gotten autographs and picture and all that, but I was already like two, uh, an hour late for Ring of Honor, so I just got the heck out of there and barely caught the second half of Ring of Honor. Were you there Friday for the title change? Yeah, I was there. The, the crowd, you know, I, I don't like Jerry Lynn at all, but the crowd really liked it, so they were into him. And, uh, you know, but at least in the live crowd, I, I would say it was an all right move. They approved. Adam, Adam has built that, that, that story. I think it's the best, best booking that Adam has done. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've been critical, either positive and negative on the ROH booking, but Adam, Adam, and crew. But, uh, there were, there were, uh, that match and, um, Davey Richards and Kenta, they were both really hot. They were chanting F WrestleMania during uh, the Kenta-Davey Richards match, and everybody was just going ballistic after that. And that, that, that was... It was an important match for Davey because um, now that uh, Noah is scaling back on bringing in foreigners, he had to make that type of an impression to keep going on the tours. Yeah, uh, he, he made it. He made his impression. I, I think he probably made his Ring of Honor for the next year with that. 
That was a great performance. So that's another match of the year candidate for this weekend. Pardon me? That's another match of the year candidate for this weekend. Yeah. I, I mean, and uh, that along with uh, Jerry Lynn and Nigel, that was, um, I don't know if it was match of the year or anything, but it was really heated and, you know, they really they really made it mean something, at least in person. And the crowd ate it up, so that's all I'm going for it. Okay, now back uh, back to Mania Talk here. We we have the WWE Championship, uh, Edge defending against Cena and Show. Uh, this match better than it had any business being. Uh, Chris, what did you think of this match? I thought it was a good match, but after the Sean Taker, it was impossible for me to get into anything. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get into it. Because I hate three-way matches anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they did. Oh, go ahead. Excuse me. Go for it. I was segueing. I, I, I think they got uh, the most they got they could get out of that. Uh, you know, obviously, like like uh, he said, they're not going to top uh, Taker and Michaels. Um, you know, the crowd really want crowd. You know, just like kind of eh. You know, I mean, Big Show in the main event, give me a break. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was all right for what it was. So, how how did the crowd react to the um, Million Man Cena march? The invasion. <laughs> they, they, they seemed to like that. It, you know, they, they were just like, what? You know, because uh, Cena's old music played. And, you know, of course, once Cena came out, Cena sucks chance started and all that. But, uh, you know, it's the usual. It's split 50-50. But I think the, there were more heel fans of Edge and all that than uh, Cena tonight. It, you know, it was what it was. Um, kind of slow things down a bit, but that was insane. The the finish with that that fu, uh, the big show. That was just fucking nuts. And yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Cena is on the juice. <laughs> oh yeah, he looked really. Uh, he looked a lot bigger than usual tonight. He, he looked pretty puffed up. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I wouldn't think that was a lie. Uh, Chris, what what'd you think of the finish? Um, do you think it worked? Yeah, I thought it worked. I'm going to meet you guys real quick, so I'll listen in. Hold on. So we're, uh, yeah, I, I think that they, they followed, you know, the, the storyline's fine, you know, and, and it's not over with those three or, some, you know, some, some, uh, did they take away the winner gives Vicky stipulation? They take that out. I have no idea. I to I be thought, honest, I, I, thought it was a, I thought it was part of the match that the winner goes with Vicky goes with the winner or something like that. I can't remember. There you go. Yeah, was not must not have been too important. And Cena didn't want her, so I don't know what where that's going to go. I was uh, hoping for. They, they would. They, that uh, Vicky pregnancy wasn't a joke. That that would have been hilarious. That would have been interesting. Maybe not so much when she took the spear. Yeah, she that was, was great. <laughs> horrendous bump. Yeah, that that wasn't a good one. <laughs> it's good to see her get her do. Made me cringe. I was like, oh, not good. Nope. <laughs> 
with and well, uh, from the eight five nine. Whom am I speaking with? It's Killer Kev. What's up, KZ? What's up, Kev? Man, I don't know. The pay per view tonight, you know, there, you know, overall it was a pretty solid pay per view, but there were definitely some parts on this show that definitely did kind of suck. <laughs> like? Well, let's come on. Let's be serious. Twenty one seconds for an intercontinental match. What the fuck was that shit about? That was ridiculous. I mean, if you were going to put a 21-second match on, you know, don't waste our time with Rey Mysterio and JBL. You know, we could have had a Jack Swagger match there. No, exactly. Exactly. Jack Swagger could have squashed somebody in 21 seconds and, you know, you know, been the man for ECW, and that would have been fine. Instead, they put him in the Lumberjack match, in the dark match, and from what I read, they didn't even acknowledge him as the ECW champion. Born Swagger. Golly. Well, I they couldn't have put Born. They couldn't have put. Well, I guess they could have put Born in it. But Born already wrestled earlier in the afternoon at Fan Access, where he blew out uh, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler's shoulder. Oh, whatever. Oops. Yeah. But hey, but hey, the report there is that that Ziggler actually worked through that whole match with the injured shoulder and picked up the win over Bourne. He's hardcore. He's hardcore. He's hardcore. Dolph Ziggler. I, I I couldn't tell you about that one. I uh I was there like I was there from nine till about three today. But all I saw was uh Kozlov and I think Jesse and Festus. Yeah. Overall, how was the fan access? Well, uh, the fan access was really nice. It was pretty nice for the most part. It, it stunk having to pay 30 bucks, but I mean, I met so many wrestlers. I mean, I, I met Harley Race, Nick Bockwinkle. Uh, I'm trying to think. I met uh, Gil Kim, Molly Holly, Christian, Jack Swagger, Maurice. Oh God. Uh, I met Tito Santana, Hacksaw, oh, um, Shelton Benjamin. I met both members of Crime Time. I mean, I really. It, it was really nice, you know. Everybody had a fair shot at getting autographs, and they had a lot of neat stuff. Like uh, they had, you could create your own entry, and you could call a match with Jr. the one night. You could um, take different pictures and buy souvenirs, and you could you even got to watch live wrestling. So that's that, it was very nice. Was there who else was there? Who else was there wrestling besides Born and uh, and Dolph Ziggler? Well, uh, today was uh, Kozlov versus Jesse and Festus, and that's all I saw today. But uh, I think on Thursday night I saw R-Truth and Chavo Guerrero. Sweet. Yeah, and, and they uh, also they also had Norman Smiley hanging around, so I got a picture with him, which was <laughs> pretty neat. And, uh, yeah, never too much Norman Smiley. <laughs> No, you can never have too much Norman Smiley. He is he is fucking awesome. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, and I also met a uh, Tyson Kidd and uh, Greg Colley, and that was that was a good day. <laughs> good deal. So you know what? You know what? I tell you what. You know I you know I understand the way that they they brought in all the divas for the for the for the big uh, battle royal match bringing them in during Kid Rock set because it would have taken fucking forever. To introduce them like they normally would have, but but come on, they, the the announcing team could have at least put half of those people over. They didn't even hardly mention any of them. What was up with that? I didn't even know people like Jackie Gata and Molly were in it. They I were. Couldn't really from, I couldn't really tell from watching on TV. 
No, you can tell I was there in person, and I couldn't tell you, like, a bunch of those people in that thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what was the point of bringing them all in like that if you weren't even going to, you know, mention them on TV or put them over or, or anything? You know, but that, you know, but that's the same thing they did on Raw Monday. They had an 18-women, you know, tag, uh, tag team match, and only five of them got mentioned, and you only got to saw the back of the heads of most of them. So, I mean, that, you know... Ridiculous. Who who's who is writing this stuff? Who who is not thinking here? That's what I want to know. I blame Michael Hayes. <laughs> I don't know. Just because he had to kick ass here last night. <laughs> well, Lee Hayes did put over the Von Erichs last night. That was that was pretty decent of him. Yeah. I I, I love that package they did. That how they completely went over skipped everybody's stuff. That that was two points for WWE for that. That that was. <laughs> That was very clever. <laughs> if you can get away without mentioning their death, then you're doing something right, I guess, huh? <laughs> I tell you, you know what? Speaking of speaking of the Hall of Fame, you know, I thought the best speech on that show was Howard Finkel. You know, you, you know, usually, you know, Howard. You know. Hold on. <laughs> We're, we got a wooing going on here amidst uh, car horns. No work out for Howard Finkel. Yeah, that, that was a that was a very good speech. That was very good. Neither. <laughs> you, you could see he was really happy about it, so it was nice to see him get his due. And you know, even though they did embarrass him a little bit, see him have one moment of glory. I yeah, enjoyed I mean, Bill he... White's. I enjoyed Bill White's the most because he actually didn't pay attention to the timer on the wall. <laughs> he completely did not. He didn't care. Yeah, that was his last. That was his last shot in the spotlight. He so brought up he, Bruno he and steroids. He brought up Bruno and steroids. The other speech I really liked was uh, Bill Watts. He mentioned a lot of different names, and he had, you know, he showed how important he really was to history that you wouldn't even think. Now I marked out when when Flair and Steamboat locked up. Oh yeah. You know, oh, now, yeah, that now was, on the that on the figure four board, that that gift is in my is in my signature just because it was a special moment for me. And um, those those that did not read my article I wrote this morning, cheers, all of them. I was really touched, and, and it, it you know it was sad. And, and I'm glad my my family wasn't here to you know so I can while I was watching this morning because I was crying like a baby. Um, made me miss, made me miss what uh, uh, Jim Ross called wrestling. What do you guys think of uh, the main event tonight? I didn't like know. Oh. So anticlimactic. Yeah. Oh, I like the event? beginning when they when they both kind of hit their finishers at the beginning. I thought it was interesting beginning to the match, but I think like. They kind of, it seemed like they went home early. It just seemed like the match was one place, and it was then it was over. I don't know. That was a, the crowd hated it live. They uh, they uh, the, time to make video. Yeah, the the crowd like hated it live. They uh, there were so many people leaving and going to the bathroom and all that, and you know no one cared. I mean I heard like one Triple H yell and. Yeah, it was a terrible main event. I, I have no clue what that finish was supposed to be. 
And that, the fact that uh, the referee did not see a sledgehammer was just downright insulting to everything. He's an Armstrong. So. Well, you know, if even bring that... the sledgehammer up uh, tomorrow night on Raw, you know, because of uh, his qualification rules, they could do that. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, how are they allowed to go through tables and not get disqualified? But, you know, if they do anything else, disqualification. I wonder that every pay-per-view when they do that. <laughs> I said, well, you know, even the sledgehammer spot at the end made sense, but just leaving it like that was that that just completely killed the match right there. They needed they needed something to follow up on that. I think, you know, something more to put it over. You know, even if Triple H it still ended up winning, Orton winning, you know, that didn't matter. They just had needed something big to happen at the end of that match, and and that we did not get. We did not get that payoff. The rest of the match, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a five-star match. It wasn't a classic. It wasn't match of the year, you know, but it wasn't a horrible match either. It wasn't bad. It was, you know, better than what you would see on Raw, definitely. But just that end of the match is just like, that was it? Fuck it. That final pedigree felt like, felt like Orton should have kicked out of it with the way it was done. Yeah. It wasn't it was yeah, should have kicked out of it, had an, had another referee come down and interrupt, or, you know, another interim general manager, you know, since Vicky got hurt in the last match, fuck that shit, you know, or Stephanie McMahon or some, somebody come down, you know, stop the match, restart the match, something. All right, I see how well this Yeah, it just, yeah, they needed something else, that ending was just, I, everybody was looking and waiting for Vince or come out and it never happened it's just yeah, the end of it and it was stupid <laughs> I mean hell I don't know Frankie fly in and peck Gordon's yeah. eye out or something like. <laughs> but uh, it was an interesting show I, Larry Sweeney was uh, also watching from the crowd and he was not looking uh, very sweet and sour like tonight he had he looks. I don't know. It's uh, different. Not what you would expect to see Larry Sweeney wearing. Well, you know, you know, being in WWE lane, he probably didn't really want to stick out too much. <laughs> oh yeah, God forbid he gets the contract. Yeah, I mean, you know, if he if he went there and he acted like a fool, you know, if if WWE was even thinking about using him after that, you know, we'd be like, no way, we're not talking to you. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't think he cared. He, I think he just came to hang out and have a good time, you know. And you know, I mean, who doesn't want to just come to the wrestling show, wear whatever you want to wear, and just hang out, you know? Just can't be sweet and sour all the time. <laughs> well, Rob, Rob, let's uh, let's sum it up in one sentence. Your weekend. Crazy. Cool. And tiring. <laughs> Very tiring. Well, well worth the trip. Yeah, I'd say it was. Uh, you know, it was awesome getting to meet so many different wrestlers. And, I said, you know, WrestleMania was good. The Ring of Honor show on Friday was excellent. And it was cool seeing Brian Alvarez and Ed in San Antonio and, you know, just all kinds of different wrestling-related stuff. But uh, are, you going, and, uh, are you going next year? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's going to come to Japan or WrestleMania, and Japan's going to win it. So... <laughs> Sayonara. Sayonara. Yeah. 
Sayonara. <laughs> well, Rob, Rob, thanks for calling in from Houston, brother, and uh, make sure you get in your car and get out of that lot safely. All right, thank you, man. Have a good night, guys. All right, brother. Thanks for thanks thanks for uh, touching in with us. Yep. All right, that was my co-host calling from the parking lot in Houston. Wow, unbelievable. So overall, Kev, what'd you think of the show? Overall, the show was pretty good. I mean, you know, even though you had the tag team match being bumped off the show, and that was shitty. You know, no Jack Swagger, that was shitty. The Divas match was ultra shitty. Um, Rey Mysterio versus JBL, ultra mega homicide shitty. I mean, you still had some pretty decent matches. Hardy versus Hardy was not as horrible as I was go- thought it was going to be. You know, I, that actually ended up being okay. You know, the feud itself was still lackluster to me, but, you know, that was fine. You know, match of the night definitely was Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. That was one hell of a fucking entrance for Shawn Michaels. That was the best WrestleMania entrance I've seen in several years. Amen. Amen. Well, what did you think of the entrances for that match, Chris? Yeah, I liked the – it was like Shawn descending from heaven and then the Undertaker's coming up from hell for his entrance. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, that was uh, that was some uh, that was some pretty good stuff. Let's see, well, I think what we'll do is uh, we'll we'll, we'll play a little trivia. Uh, there there are people you know uh, listening live in the chat room and listening to the streams from uh, Blog Talk Radio. So uh, we'll do a little WrestleMania related trivia. Let's see, let me figure out something real fast here. Um, all right, we'll go WrestleMania. One, um, what was the first match on the WrestleMania 1 show? It's pretty simple. Call in. Area code 347-215-7946. You call in, I will give you a prize package from our sponsor, WrestleWarehouse.com. Call on in, and I will give you this this little prize pack that I have set up here that uh, Jeff Dino authorized me to give out, so... Once again, what was the first match ever in WrestleMania? What started this madness? Area code 347. And if you get it wrong, wrong, we will laugh at you. Hey, and no cheating either. Don't go look it up on Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) 215-7946. So call on in, and and we'll give you the number two prize. This is not going to be the number one prize. This will be the number two prize. Uh, The number one prize will come later, where uh, we'll, we'll make things a little more difficult. Um, now, what what I noticed was missing um, was the star power from past years. I know they had Mickey Rourke, big deal. Okay, from a from a smart mark standpoint, that was pretty cool. He had Kid Rock, which was he was a little out of place. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed him. But other than that, you know, there there wasn't the star presence like the the Pussycat Doll chick singing. I mean, she's no Aretha Franklin. No. Yeah, she she uh, had trouble on that last note, man of light. She's still hot, though, but, you know, I mean, that just, that didn't really, um, just let Lillian didn't really it. catch my, catch my attention there. Just let Lillian do it from now on. Yeah, there you go. Well, no, I yeah. mean, no, you know what, they, they, they could have, they, uh, they could have done something else. I, I don't know. 
Well, you know, really, they 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 just completely fucked up the work thing. I mean, if they if they had worked it right from the way that they started off with Mickey Rourke being at WrestleMania would have been fucking huge. Yeah, I can understand Rourke kind of pulled back out a little bit because he thought it was going to hurt his Oscar chances. But once the Oscar deal was done, he should have flung himself headfirst into that fucking thing. That would have put over Rourke. That would have put over the wrestler over the top. Would have guaranteed that it would have done even more phenomenal DVD sales, especially with WWE behind it, backing it, promoting it on every show like they should have been with Rourke's involvement there. And by the time you got up to this point... You know, it wouldn't have sucked. It really would not have. On TV, they played it like it was a rumor he was going to be there. They never actually stated 100%, you know, Mickey Rourke's going to be there for this match. It's like, well, we hear Mickey Rourke may be there. Yeah, that's what that's what hurt that's what hurt it, and that and that may be because Rourke and uh, his people kind of pulled back on it a little bit, and 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 you know stepped back and were kind of afraid to get in it. No, they should have fucking run right into it, just like Mayweather did last year. Mayweather ran headfirst into it. He promoted the shit out of it. He talked it up everywhere he went, and he made sure that he was bringing in extra people into this show who might not normally watch a pro wrestling show. Mickey Rourke should have done the same thing. And I liked it. I liked he was at the Hall of Fame too. So yeah, you know, you know, he was he was there at the Hall of Fame. You know, you know, but he, you know, he hardly had any involvement. You know. Nothing. You know, all the work that he did on The Wrestler and putting over, you know, the older workers, you know, that would have tied in perfectly with this year's Hall of Fame, but, you know, nothing. Drop the ball on it. I will say that the video package that they did before the match with The Wrestler and the whole Legend storyline was really, really good. Yeah, that was, was good. I was disappointed I didn't get to see a Ram Jam. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I wasn't expecting to see a Ram Jam either yet. The actually actual end of that match is how I called it, you know, the the first week when they started this angle. Rourke was going to get in there, you know, and, and sucker punch in Jericho or something, and, you know, that would be it. That's all you needed for that. That was fantastic. That was fine. It's just everything else in the middle just completely sucked. So, Kev, tell me, do you think that that Ricky Steamboat brought it tonight? Um, I think he brought as much as he could. I mean, you know, he, you know, definitely was not bad. He's not, you know, he's definitely not beat up, but, you know, you know, kind of take to take a phrase from, from a country song. I'm as good as I once was as a, or damn it. I fucked that completely up. But uh, like shit, I can't I like even I can't even think of it now. But you know, but you know what I mean. I mean, he, you know, I heard I I, I recently heard that that uh, Steamboat said he was about he feels he's about eighty percent of what he was about ten years ago, and he pretty much looked that in the ring. Most of his work that he did in the ring was okay. The only one that kind of looked bad was the uh, spot where he slingshot himself over the rope onto Jericho down on the floor. That looked a little bad. But other than that, well, the I, rest of it was fine. I opted for the plancha. I was like, oh whoa, what the fuck. You know, he never usually, he figured, didn't usually do those. I mean, he was it was he didn't do those a lot. And it's well, it was later. It was later yeah. in WCW. Um, the second WCW run, Chris, he, he would do it more um, in the tag stuff with with Shane and uh, Dustin. Well, in '89, um, I remember yeah. when he did that one on Flair in the studios, and he almost looked like he almost killed himself. There you go. But I like seeing all the you know the arm drags and the. Chops from top ropes, getting in the cat. I love that shit. 
Oh, that was good. That was that was that was that was textbook wrestling right there. Like I said, Snooka and Piper it kind of looked embarrassing with them out there. And eh, maybe a little bit, but they kept it short. They kept it simple. Nobody got hurt. Everybody went home okay. That was fine with me. Yeah. Yeah. Just Steamboat well, made the whole thing a thumbs up for me. Steamboat out there. Well worth well well worth the the DVD purchase um, when it's coming out. Just everybody needs to see the whole Hall of Fame, and you know it's just going to be awesome watching watching the this show in HD. You know on on Blu-ray DVD is going to. Now I heard that they at the Hall of Fame they had a five minute countdown for Steve Austin when he was speaking. They may have that, that's you know, but he didn't take very long. Surprisingly, he kept it he kept it. You know, a lot shorter than you would have expected him to, and oh, uh, really toned it. it down. Yeah, they might. Yeah, but you know what? Folks, you know what? It didn't didn't matter what Austin did last night. He said goodbye tonight the way he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. that was good. So that that worked for me. That that almost I, made me cry. I popped when he was on the four wheeler. I, I knew something was weird when he's the only one. He went back to the. Backstage while everybody else was still out there, so I, think, I knew something was coming. Oh yeah! <laughs> as soon as soon as soon as as he stepped off the stage and they started giving the last introduction, I knew he was coming out on the four wheeler. That that was it. But Steve Austin in his t-shirt and his dress pants and his dress shoes on his four wheeler. What about Austin putting over the men's warehouse last night? That was a hell of a <laughs> that was plug. Funny. All right, guys. Uh, I still have not gotten a caller. I want to give you DVDs. I want to give you fucking DVDs. Well, we had somebody in the chat room that said they knew the answer, but uh, they looked it up on Wikipedia, so they didn't want to call in. I don't care where the fuck you get it from. Call in. Hell, I'd love to give you some stuff. I just kidding. Bionic five. Yeah, Bionic is going to call in, dude. Nine four six. Call in. They have the internet, but they don't have a telephone. That's bullshit. Whatever. Hey, there you go. <laughs> What's the first ever WrestleMania match? Jesus, call in. And I'll give you and a speak, bonus. Speaking of the chat room, if you've not come into the chat room yet, that's located at angrymarks.com slash chat. We've got me and KZ and Bionic Iguana, Sports Guy 515, Frito Bandito, uh, Joker 817, Chaos and Order, all of us sitting there in the chat room talking away. And we're not XAT staff. No, we're I not the XAT the, staff. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> oh, boy. So, I'm going to start with you, Chris. We, we don't fuck around on the show. We shoot from the hip, and, and, you know, we were completely honest. Did you order the show? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be one of those geeks in the chat room saying my stream will, my stream died. Give me another stream. Fuck that. <laughs> I watch on I watch high definition, pay for the whole thing, and I'm glad I there did because it was a good show. Well, and then obviously the you, obviously you don't have Comcast then, do you? No, thank Christ. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing that coming Comcast, out, coming out right after the pay per view. Comcast fucked up their high def uh, pay per view stream again. I, I got Drake TV, so I, I got no problem. 
Well, see, I, I have an independent cable company. It's municipal. And they, they give me trouble as far as ordering stuff. So I'm like, you know, the hell with you guys. Um, there are other means and ways. and But I do eventually get the shows. Um, I'll be honest, I don't buy the pay-per-views, um, usually. And then I will buy the DVDs. Um, I get all the pay-per-views just because that's what I've always done. I'm, and I get the T&I pay-per-views when uh, Kevin gives me permission. Speaking of which, you're you're definitely you're definitely watching Lockdown this year, right? Yeah, it looks like a good show. So. Good. I think it's going to be a pretty decent show too. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! You got to turn. You got to tune it in for Bonaduce versus uh, EY. Come on. I I like to drink for pleasure, but I don't like being being driven to drink. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fuck around with TNA. I just I can't do it. They got um, Sting and McFoley in a cage. Good deal. <laughs> when when did we see that, Chris? Uh, you know, ninety two. Ninety two. That's right. Saw it in Oakland. And had, uh, Why the fuck would I want to see it in two thousand nine? I don't know. There you go. There will be no, no Beach Blast ninety two. I know that. <laughs> oh no! There's no way in hell they could beat that match. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. Well, oh well. I guess since those those jackoffs in the chat room don't want to call in, Chris, what's the answer? Um, Tito Santana and the Executioner, who was Buddy Rose. There you go. There you well, go. Well, now was was the girl singing the national anthem? Was she better than Rock and Robin? Mm, I don't know. At WrestleMania Rock five. And Robin. <laughs> All right, that's it, guys. We we went an hour. We had correspondence from Houston, Killer Kev calling in, and from AngryMarks.com, and my dog, Katrere, the man, the myth, the legend of all audio for calling in. Thanks, guys. Hey, Kev, uh, plug the site and, and the plethora of audio goodness. Uh, yes, the plethora of audio goodness coming out of the Angry Marks Podcast Network. You can always check us out at angrymarks.com. We're running shows several times a week now. We start off our week on Wednesday nights with Kid Zombie and Rubber Guard Radio. You can t- and you can always come to our chat room 24 hours a day, seven days a week at angrymarks.com slash and, and chat with everybody. Thursday night, we've got the Angry Marks Pod, angrymarks.com Thursday night podcast with me, Stevie J, and everybody else that we get in on the show and that's always fun friday nights we always upload the latest edition of the o show and also on friday nights we've got the ed and san antonio drunk cast with ed and the peach machine always a great show we end off the week with kayfabe for dummies k4d on sunday nights at 10 p.m so you know we've got things going several days a week we've got news going up every day we do recaps on every wrestling uh, show and pay-per-view and the MMA shows. We're starting this week with the Ultimate Fighter, Team USA versus Team UK. So there's plenty of shit to read, and it's all free. We're not charging you a dime for it. So the best free entertainment you can get in this shitty fucking economy. That is change you can fucking believe in. Amen. Amen. Kev, thank you for saving the show. (laughs) No problem. Anytime, brother. <laughs> All right, take care now. <laughs> All right, that was a member of my family, 
Killer Kev. Wow, Chris, let's wrap up, dude. I'm tired, man. I, I need to go to bed. I'm still. I, I slept till four o'clock, so I'm still going. Oh, I got too much shit to listen to, and I, I got a lot of post shows to listen to. So. There you go. Yeah, there's 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 a couple. Yeah, actually. Um, have they have they added the one to the F4W site yet? Uh, I don't know. I'm haven't even been near my computer. I think oh, the okay. Border Mania oh. thing was today. I was in that. I wonder how I did. Well, let's go and look. What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, what the hell? We'll we'll just uh, float around. Where's this Vortamania thing? Oh, here we go. Well, that's the main event. Are you in the heavyweight title championship match? Yeah. Or the War Games? Well, I was in whatever had like ten people in it. Oh, okay, title. Maybe the battle roll or something. Okay, well, I'm gonna vote for you. So. <laughs> and. Lance Storm's running away with it. Well, that figures. Yeah. Well, I voted for you. He's he's the new troll of the board, so he's going to get a lot of votes. (laughs) I just voted for you, and you're still at 1% with two votes. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. (laughs) I I, want to know something. How in the fuck could I not get nominated for King of the Board or any of this? Do I not board hard enough? I don't know how I got nominated. No, maybe as a thing. I just looked at my, I just heard. looked at my, my name was down there, and I said okay, and I got pretty far. So, without having to campaign for anything. There you go. Well, whatever, dude. You know the the trolls are the trolls. I still do my shit. So, whatever. Well, if I, I can't win, I'd ra- if I can't win, I'd rather be at one percent because at least, you know. That's got to be some sort of a record. There you go. Well, you're actually tied with that asshole worship with the Ram. He has two votes, too. <laughs> so that guy's a cocksucker. So. But that's not saying that you're that type of cocksucker. Well, we're thinking to have three uh, more than that because I'm going to go vote for myself, too. There you go. There you go. So three, three votes is better than what that ass got. I bet you so, most people forgot about it. They were too busy watching WrestleMania or something like that. Did they get did yeah, with a lot of votes overall? 118 total. Mm-hmm. Which isn't much. Considering there's um, about 10 people in it. Yeah, it's 118 votes, and I don't I don't know if there's any way to fix the voting or not. But yeah, there were a lot of people in the pro wrestling forum on uh, on the figure four board today. I think because but, if, but if if uh, if Lance wins, that's good because I'm a member of the new Impact player, so that means I win too. There you go. You get the rub. <laughs> Just don't tell his wife. No. They're in Hawaii right now. You're gone for seven days. <laughs> there you uh, Okay. <laughs> Too much information there. But uh, well, we're going to wrap up. Um, this, this message is from the entire Figure Four Empire and Death Valley Driver video review message boards and, and everybody else. As far as uh, uploading the Wrestling Observer Lives on Sundays, thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Awesome. awesome. The show has gone downhill, but, uh, but, uh, but I'm still going to keep doing it. <laughs> they need like, to get as a... The, as the, as the, as the sh- years get go by and the show gets older, the callers get dumber. But, you know, sometimes that's good. 
you know, it's false advertising. It says from San Francisco in the beginning. Not true. Nobody's in there from San Francisco. Now, if Brian had me as a co-host, that would be different. That would be honest. Yeah. And it still says Dave Meltzer's on the show, so. Well, you know. He's in the 2002 opening music. (laughs) It's been seven years. We we need the we need the old Buffy the Vampire Slayer one back. Even every seven years, even Vern Gagne changed something about his opening. Oh shit! But not Wrestling Observer that, Live. That ESPN opening is harsh still, but <laughs> man, man, that was bad. But we're gonna wrap up, dude. I'm I'm getting really beat. But uh, Christopher, thank you for calling in. It was my pleasure, and uh, we'll have to have you on, you know, obviously, again soon. Uh, no you, problem. You do seem to like, do seem to like calling in and, and talking shit with me. So, yeah. All right, brother. Well, I'm gonna hang you up, and then I'm gonna do the plugs and all that fun shit. Then I'm gonna go to bed. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Take care, Chris. Okay, that was F. Oh well, you know what? Not even. That was just the audio guru, Chris Cotrer, chiming in with his thoughts on uh, WrestleMania and the Hall of Fame and all that fun stuff. Uh, thanks to. Kill Kev from the AngryMarks.com website calling in, as well as my co-host Rob from Pittsburgh calling in live from Houston with a live perspective of the show. Uh, we're going to wrap up with um, all I do is we're going to put over the sponsors again. WrestleWarehouse.com You can get Lucha Libre masks, t-shirts, DVDs, all kinds of different fun stuff. And SlamBamJam.com where you can get current and past Lucha and Japanese pro wrestling, as well as some really good best of comps. Uh, there's some really hidden gems, good hidden gems in that site. Uh, they have a really good search option, so you can type in a, a worker's name and, and you can get, you know, some of their footage. As well as uh, angrymarks.com, the mothership, where everything comes to a head. And also, if you're on MySpace, you, you can hit uh, myspace.com backslash radio. Um, send us a friend request we'll set you up um, also you can email me directly k-i-d-z-o-m-b-i-e-2000 at aol.com also like to throw a shout out to lightsoutradio.com that's Matt, that's Matt Bishop's uh, audio show he's our uh, MMA analyst um, our resident analyst so um, yep like to uh, throw a shout out there also, uh, big uh, shots out there to Kurt Brown, my dog in SoCal, brother. we got to do it again. As well as this show is dedicated to the memory of Tangled Webs. Chris, you'll be missed. And uh, we'll be talking to you guys. On Wednesday.